0: If I've said it before, I'll say it a thousand times. Don't go in the water. You, you are my uterus, and oh. you should go before it's worse. Welcome to News from the Krabby Coffee Shop with your hosts, Don McClain. From Jason and Alexis in the Morning on My Talk 1071, Garage Logic's newsman, Mr. FYI, John Height, and the crabbiest guy in the coffee shop. Kenny Olson.
1: I miss that woman so much. Seriously. Yeah. Me too. Uh yeah. just seeing her every morning on our uh closed circuit TV, I, I really miss the uh the, the looks and the, the the smirks that we would give each other without saying anything. Uh and with that in mind, uh I contacted Don via text about 45 minutes ago I wrote do you have an update for the crabby listeners we really miss you she responded sure I'm doing uh, as well as my doctor expected she wants me to stay out longer than I wanted but I can't really control how fast my internal body heals a couple of times I've tried to do too much in a day and I pay for it in pain for about three days including just riding in a car uh, but she is getting better little by little. Boy, uh, they weren't kidding when they said four to six weeks. This is the third week. And I'm learning Japanese.
0: <laughs> Am I learning Japanese? Am I learning Japanese? I really think so.
1: Ross, uh, ladies and gentlemen, Ross uh, Brandall <laughs> right there. Uh, she says, miss you guys too. Sorry, this is taking longer than I thought. I've turned off my social media messages, so I'm technically not working uh they're super strict about these things because I'm on FMLA. Yeah. Well, which is family, family medical. See, I, I read it as bleep my life bleepers. <laughs> but it's family medical no, family leave, family medical leave act. Correct? Yes.
0: Correct. correct.
1: Can I get that for anger? Because I'm really, really, really angry today. It's uh, yesterday was a real doozy, Um, but I wanted to mention while we're talking about dawn. By the way, um, hi John, how are you?
2: Oh, hi Kenny. Good to good to. You're
1: fresh back from North Dakota.
2: I am. I wasn't quite prepared for all this, but here I am. Neither
1: neither was I. (laughs) 45 minutes ago, I had nothing seriously, Uh, but I found some stuff, and I've got an angry story to tell you. Uh, But while (laughs) we're still. Yeah. <laughs> While we're still talking about McLean, um, doing the show prep today, there are a lot of stories about things in the ocean, sharks yeah. biting toes, a snake found in the <laughs> ocean, a dolphin uh, that went up river, um, iguanas and toilets. I don't know if that counts, Ooh, but yikes. we would definitely throw that in there if Dawn was oh. here. Um, but the one that really struck me, and I think it came out last week, and it's uh they had video on some of the tv stations yes, and still did. shots y- y- you dumbbells that go out on vacation and go on whale watching boats yeah you're asking for it because this thing this thing and it's as big as a house this thing breached as they say mm-hmm. and yeah. landed right on the
2: back of a boat where do you have that story where was it i that? do it was uh, off the coast of massachusetts Okay. Uh, and it happened, I think, a week ago this past Sunday. And it landed on the bow. Which ends the bow? I always forget. I have to ask suit all the time, which, what the bow is and the stern and all that fun stuff. Front, uh, back, it was, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I have no yeah, idea. It was no. all caught on camera. Uh, luckily, nobody was hurt. And the boat was not seriously damaged. It happened at 10 in the morning, which would be quite, you know, you're sitting on your boat, maybe having a cup of coffee. Maybe. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. Off Monomet Point. Where whales have been spotted in the area feeding, and uh, because the whales have been in the area, Plymouth Harbor Master Boat was uh, looking things over as a precaution. It didn't do any good, of course. A man on the shore took pictures as the whale, which was a humpback whale, <laughs> breached and landed on the boat's bow, briefly submerging the front of the vessel. Okay, the bow obviously is. a Let's see. Yeah, the front. Okay, that'd be the front before sliding back into the water. said, I'm not quite ready. Right. I'm still on vacation. The boat did not capsize. Nobody was hurt. It was a 19-footer. Master Chad Hunter said the fishermen headed back to the boat ramp and left the area after all that happened. And apparently they have been concerned because they keep seeing whales. But, you know, so what? People want to see them, so they come in anyway.
1: Uh, by leaving the area, do you mean he got in his truck and he's now somewhere in the middle of America? <laughs> he's <laughs> safe in uh, like Nebraska or something. He says, I'll never be in water again. <laughs> <laughs> and there's so many, uh, you know. And Dawn's right. Um, we like to make fun of her, but she's absolutely right. We don't know what's going on down there or how angry those things are. And uh, first, can we just stop for a second? We've got this closed circuit tv thing going and yeah, there's only uh-huh. three panels today and i'm in the middle my yeah. big giant Gigantic. head is filling the whole picture right now ross you got to do something about
0: that i but. can't it's your camera I have, no con- back, I have no i have your camera there again. you go Here, there sit yeah. back i have no control over your camera i'm
1: sorry all right don't post this whatever you do don't post this on
2: um facebook <laughs> or twitter speaking of which the uh before we finish his story, yeah. uh, I should I would like to note that humpback whales, even small ones, weigh fifty to sixty thousand pounds. So that was a considerable <laughs> amount of weight. On
0: that Gee,
1: one of the biggest mistakes I ever made when uh, when I was in Maui, we went on one of these whale watching boats, and the boat it's mm-hmm. glass bottom, and they go underneath Ooh. you, and they just keep going and going, and g- it, they never end. It, it's they're just huge. They're Three, four times as big as the boat. I'll never do that again. I want to talk about the glass bottom boat. That whole concept kind of freaks me out. I, that, I that itself is not right. And, yeah, and I'm very, very comfortable in boats, yeah. uh, in, in whatever sea, I, seas, rough seas, whatever. I don't get sick or anything. Uh, mm. But, no, I, I will not do that again. I will always be in a boat bigger than the largest animal in <laughs> the sea. So there's no you hope. chance.
2: <laughs> you hold.
1: Okay, so we mentioned Facebook briefly there, um, and, and oh. I'm, I've am i got a lot of problems right now with a lot of people, um, but I'm going to direct all of my anger at Facebook. Okay. I've been trying to buy an air compressor, and people have been leaving Craigslist for years and opting for Facebook Marketplace.
2: Sure, yep.
1: And uh, I had joined Facebook briefly, and what I discovered was 2016. And um, yesterday, I asked a friend to send me a link to some Facebook um, air compressors, and I was able to look at a few of them. But then they ask you to log in and sign in. So finally, John, I broke down and I rejoined Facebook, and because wow. I just I wanted to talk to some of these people because I found a couple I really like. And Mm -hmm. so uh, I finally get Facebook Marketplace going after an hour, and I try to send a message to a guy, and Facebook Marketplace, they ask me to reconfirm my phone number. That's where they send – and they have my phone number, and they brought it up. Please reconfirm that this is your phone number. We're going to send you a five-digit code. The code never arrived and i kept and the only way i could get this to come up was to keep sending this guy messages so he either received like a dozen messages <laughs> or no messages at all
2: yeah yeah
1: and yep. it was for, for uh, and and i did this with two different guys and no matter what i did i actually went into my phone into my contacts i unblocked all the phone numbers and email and everything everybody that's been blocked in my phone i unblocked thinking that At some point in my history i blocked facebook you know i have a brief brief moment of rage and uh you know and i discovered there's a lot of employees that i've blocked
0: (laughs) of course you have does that surprise anybody some of them are uh,
1: high up (laughs) in management positions uh, uh, it's no wonder i haven't heard from them in years
0: (laughs) they've been blocked
1: Anyway, uh, so th- this started around 4 o'clock, 8.30 last night. I no, no. I, I should have been in bed f- 30 minutes ago, 8.30. Th- and I'm still f- sh- I- I'm looking at my phone, fighting my way through this, cursing, angry, just super riled up. <laughs> the phone rings. It's Such calling me at 8.30 at night. That's he weird, is... And he sounded really uncomfortable when I answered. I'm like, hey, Joel. And he's, uh, "Uh, what you doing? And I'm like, what kind of question is that? I'm going to bed. And he goes, "Uh, you okay? And I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? Yeah, I'm just fine. Why? Yeah. Do you know where this is going? I believe so. Go ahead. Keep going. He goes, a close friend of all of ours. Mm Mm-hmm. Saw some very despondent posts on Facebook from a guy with your name who looks a lot like you, and I go really, and he goes, "When's the last time you shaved your beard?" And I'm like, "What the, what, the, what kind of weird personal question is this?" I, I, I'm like, "Jesus, Joe, I don't five ten years ago," and he goes, "Well, he doesn't have a beard, but he looks exactly like you," and I. And that's that's when I told him, well, ironically, um, I just rejoined Facebook today.
2: Oh, my goodness. Uh,
1: I changed my name on (laughs) Facebook. What a
2: coincidence.
1: I I changed my name on Facebook, and I set it up so nobody can find me and nobody can follow me. I don't follow anybody. Um, Mm -hmm. By the way, I had uh, like 100 friend requests. Where do they come from when you're not on Facebook? How do you end up with a friend request? You weren't
2: on at all? No, not 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 since 2016.
1: No, not since 2016. And I went through and I deleted every single one of them, a lot of them relatives. Um, So (laughs) I'm not following anybody. I'm not posting anything. It would never occur to me to post anything on Facebook or go to Facebook for any reason, news, information, feeds, pictures, anything like that. Mm-hmm. I am as mm-hmm. anti-Facebook as they come. And now, it's, as it turns out, I'm anti-Facebook marketplace because I can't get it to work properly. <laughs> but So he says, this guy looks just like me. He's making despondent posts on Facebook. And uh, he Joe Suchere, of all people, wanted to know if I'm okay. And then, uh, so finally... I think he, he figured out that everything's okay, and he goes, okay, bye, click.
2: <laughs> I mean, yeah, of course he did. <laughs> What's coming up on the ride? <laughs> I and got the same message from our friend, by the way, who asked me what was wrong with you if you had a medical ailment. And I answered, uh, saying, well, I, I've been on you know somewhat vacation here for four or five days, but when I left town, he was fine. And then I, I said, I think he's fine, so... She's got, my phone num- She's got my phone number. Why doesn't she call me? Well, maybe she thought you were in distress or something and didn't want to bother you if if there were a medical uh, happening or emergency or whatever.
1: This is another reason why Facebook is so stupid. <laughs> I, I don't understand the concept. It's like your own little promotional vehicle for your life, Right. Agreed, it, it's, yeah. it, it's like having, a, like, Brooke and Jess we have that do promotions for 107 and for GL. Yep. It, it's, it's like having your own little promotional thing.
0: Isn't that all social media, though? It's just a way to make your life look more entertaining and interesting than it actually is.
1: You know what? Another thing I, I discovered, Ross, is somehow when I was cleaning house yesterday— I came across a whole bunch of MSP traffic tweets from 2016. I was really engaged and I was really trying hard. And some of these I'm going,
0: we've talked wow, about
1: this before. Wow, I wrote that? That came from me? Wow, that's oh, okay. that's that's it was either that's clever, that's funny, or that's really, really stupid. I can't believe you said that publicly. But I had no recollection of writing any of these tweets, yeah. none at all. But so, you could tell I was really trying. There was a point in my Twitter life where I had to have at least one tweet a day with over a hundred likes. Now, if I get a t- if I put out a, t- a tweet that has over ten likes, I
2: delete the tweet. So,
0: well, yeah, a <laughs> somewhere couple, you
2: just lost interest.
0: A couple <laughs> pods ago, you asked people to unfollow you. On yeah, Twitter. yeah,
2: that would be preferable.
0: I got a Marketplace yeah. rant for you because I recently started schlepping some stuff on Marketplace. To
1: Yeah, go ahead. Oh, I could go on and on and on about Marketplace, but go ahead. And,
0: well, for the most part, it's okay, but you do get a lot of spam people trying to steal like your identity and fake accounts, and then they hammer you. Is this available? You don't respond an hour later. Is this available? Hey, can I come pick this? And they're completely fake. If you look at the accounts, you can tell oh. it's all Photoshopped. It's not real people. Oh. So you got to be aware of that. But the, so, s- the stuff that I have sold, it's gone very well. It's gone easy. Yeah. yeah so I does agree. this my mean... My wife
2: has listed. I'm sorry. Has listed stuff. And boom, within a day or two, it's gone. She renews so some furniture, that kind of thing.
1: What do I have to do to make my account look legit so they don't think it's spam? Do I have? I don't have to actually put a
0: picture up, do I? Well... You probably have to be mildly <laughs> active in the last six years. I mean, that would be, <laughs> oh. you know, some type of post. Maybe a, a picture of the, uh, do you still have cats running around? Maybe a picture of the cats, you know, something like that. No, I, I, I some, don't. Some sort of family photo. Maybe a picture no. of some food you recently ate. Something like that. No. That
2: goofy one of you in the straw hat sitting on the wagon, you know, that kind of thing. With my legs spread apart?
0: <laughs> yes. Oh. There is a visual I didn't need this morning.
1: (laughs) Sitting on a lawnmower called The Hustler. So all you can see is the logo, The Hustler, and my my short shorts. Jeepers. (laughs) My my
2: legs at noon and 6 o'clock. Ross, you've never seen that picture? I don't know if I I have. I think it was on Twitter about a year or two ago. Oh, That was unfortunate. No sleeves, straw hat. Yeah. That's Kenny,
1: I, will you quit saying boozums? <laughs> <laughs>
2: I think uh, Facebook, I, I found it's helpful for only two reasons. If you're promoting something like when I was playing in a band, it always worked there, just saying, hey, I'm playing this Friday at the blah, blah, blah. Or to reconnect with, oh, high school friends, that kind of thing. I've Why would that. you want to do that? Well, I like the people I went to high school with, Kenny. Uh, well, so do I.
1: For, but, I, uh, you know... Unless they're standing there in front of me, I, I I don't need to talk to them.
2: Well, we don't sit and talk. I, I'm just saying, you know, you you they want to be your friends, so you say okay, click it, boom, and you see their posts. If if you want to see their posts, or you can block them, whatever you'd like to do, you know. But but for other instances, well, we've talked about this. The GL Facebook page I unfollowed because I don't want to hear those people's comments. So.
0: Because they're all yelling at us. You know, I put a lot well, of work yeah, into those posts, so. and I sorry. would really appreciate your engagement,
2: John Haidt. I will never engage those again. I'm sorry, the GL stuff on Facebook. A lot
1: so of idiots there. Sorry, you, GLers. <laughs> are you responsible for all of our social, Ross?
0: Uh, no, Reaver still has a hand in some stuff, but I would say a lot of what shows up on the Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram machines I had I had some hand in. Well, I've yeah. got a lot of bones to pick with you. I know Ross. you do,
1: because <laughs> most of those make me fairly angry when I
2: see. Is them.
0: Kenny still crabby? <laughs> 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 but okay. it's only uh,
2: Facebook where the people get goofy, Ross. When you're
0: talking about engaging
2: yeah. Twitter, Twitter, I got no problem with those. It's if you, it's criticism, it's constructive.
0: You not know, Facebook. Also, you know why on Twitter I think it there's probably less criticism. Everything just moves quicker. Yeah, right, So there, there's less time for something to sit in front of somebody to complain about it. But Facebook, you typically only have a few posts a day. In, in
2: Facebook, the great part when I was following GL was they'd pick one of us from GL to pick on for about a week. So it'd be me one week and Candy the next week, Reavers the next week, Rook the next week, and Joe. And then, you know and then and they off, rotate they rotate. often
0: and i use they in general just the followers for as much as we love them but they love to confuse <laughs> as as we love them? Who, they love to confuse who said what so one time yeah. it'll be john that said something and they'll come after kenny one time <laughs> yeah. it's rook and they go after john <laughs> mm-hmm. we only happen. hear we only hear what we want to hear right <laughs> uh yeah i don't
2: Maybe uh, you should just go buy an air compressor and forget about Facebook, whatever.
1: John, Facebook the ones I, I want brand new are like four or $5,000. Oh,
2: well, then never mind.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I, we're not talking a cruddy little garage uh, air compressor yeah. to fill up your tires. I've got one of those. I, and speaking of this, and Twitter and Facebook and insults, I made up a tweet <laughs> a couple of days ago saying, remember the old days uh, of Twitter? Back when you could, and then I described the uh, <laughs> air compressor I was looking for, uh, when I could get a, uh, I could ask if anybody had a two-stage, single-phase, <laughs> 230-volt, 80-gallon air compressor, and people would respond. The first response I, get, I got was from some guy, and I'll have to uh, paraphrase. He goes, uh, try Facebook, old man.
0: I almost replied to your tweet, I had it, and then I just, I didn't want you to take it the wrong way, so I deleted it, but my tweet to you was literally, shut up, boomer.
1: <laughs> see, that would have been funny, Ross. That was humorous. but And I'm sure this guy thought he was being funny, but it was like, oh, God, whatever. So I just deleted the tweet. I, I, just, I couldn't do it.
2: I see, I... I... That's why I don't go to Facebook anymore at GL. (laughs) Yeah,
1: it's just so mean. (laughs) Um, But all of this talk about anger, I found a wonderful, wonderful story today about a town in Arizona. Residents of a small Arizona town asked to stop yelling at tourists. (laughs) 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 There's this small town in central Arizona between Flagstaff and Prescott. Once known as the wickedest town of the West, it is now home to about 450 people. And the Mine Museum, which explores its copper mining history, it's a hot spot for artists, tourists, and gift shop owners. It is, And um, it has come to our attention, that, and this is from the cops, I guess, on a Facebook post, It has come to our attention that some people visiting our town on short visits and using lawful short-term parking passes are being yelled at or having notes left on their cars by local residents, the police department wrote. Yelling at or leaving notes could in some cases constitute harassment under Arizona's revised statutes. If you feel there may be a parking violation, please notify the Jerome Police Department to investigate. Jerome. Jerome, Arizona. It was updated, uh, I didn't pre-read this, uh, updated July 14th. We would like to offer a clarification on our post. This was never intended to call out any specific person or group of persons, We are simply reminding our residents to call us if they observe possible crimes like trespassing, violation, blah, 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 blah. That's where I lost interest. Okay. Are you
0: (laughs) reading that directly from the article that you did not pre-read? Yes, Dawn. Oh, my God.
1: Was that live? She is live. She knows me so
0: well. Kenny, you're my best friend.
1: (laughs) I have my doubts about that, (laughs) McLean. This gave me what I consider a brilliant idea, Uh, and I'm still working on the name of the town, but it's going to be like Hateville or Angry Town USA or something (laughs) along that line where it's a small town, one, one street right through a bunch of shops. And you go into that town and you just get abused and yelled at the whole time you're there. And you're allowed to yell back, but there will be no fisticuffs, no violence, no vandalism, just a lot of yelling and shouting at people. This and
0: is a restaurant in the Chicagoland area, I believe. Yeah, no,
1: that's not good enough. Uh, you know, of course, of course, the Krabby Coffee Shop is gonna be there, and we'll probably run the whole town right out of the coffee shop. But virtually everybody living there, and maybe you could charge people to come there and live there for a month and yell at tourists to get it all out of your system. Because no. there's nothing nothing worse than living in the country uh, when Friday afternoon rolls around and all the jackasses from the Twin Cities roll in <laughs> and the uh-huh. speed limit's 30 and they're doing 50 or the speed limit's 55 and they're doing 80 and, and they're bastards and they're bullies and they don't know where to t- uh, park and uh, they're just a real pain in the ass. Um, but, really of course, feel... we all welcome them with open arms because we want their money. Sure. A- sure. And they Tourist they hire money. us to do dumb stuff like mow their lawn and plow their snow and fix their toilets and all that. So so we do like them, but under mm-hmm. our breath. And after they're gone, we say mean stuff about them behind their backs.
2: Of course you do.
1: <laughs> but my proposal is for this town, and maybe we could pick a dying town that's uh, seeing its last breath, which, by the way, could be my town. And uh, <laughs> we rename it a Angry Town, USA, and all we do is yell at people. I, I think well, it people, would be a lot of fun.
2: Yeah, people might just show up to get yelled at too. There. Yeah, that's, right, that's my point. That. Yeah, yeah.
1: And one of the main attractions, because I don't feel that's enough, one of the main attractions, uh, we're going to ship in a whole semi load or two of these angry Japanese monkeys, because there's oh, nothing gosh. more frightening. Yeah. Than these, uh, what do you call them, John? You refer to them as something They're, vulgar.
2: It's not vulgar. It's I'll spell it for you. It's M A C A Q U E S, and it is called the macaque monkey. You're what? <laughs> do I have to dump that? <laughs> I don't think so. It's a real thing, really, really. And the, f- if you want to know what the scientific name is, where that comes from, it's Macaca fuscata.
0: That so, sounds really, in. really
1: dirty. <laughs> that, that also sounds, sounds
0: like something that needs to be vulgar.
1: dumped. <laughs> yeah, that sounds really <laughs> vulgar. Like there's uh, excrement involved
2: there, too. No, no. It's, uh, you're right, though. They're uh, attacking a city called Yamaguchi. The, uh, no serious injuries have been reported, but there's about uh, 50 attacks already on human beings by these monkeys. Uh, and uh, they keep people keep showing up at hospitals saying they were attacked by a monkey. Uh, by the <laughs> way, macaques are snow monkeys. That's what they're commonly okay. called. All right, uh, because they're known. You've seen the pictures. There's a, a classic one in National Geographic, in the hot springs with the monkey like this. Yeah, like, this does a lot of yeah. good for the listener. This right. case I'm making, but right, that is that's a macaque. That's a snow monkey. Well,
1: this that's story. That's macaque. <laughs> Ross, Jesus. how old are you? Such, yeah, how old are you, Ross? <laughs> I'm just checking out for the day. <laughs> Ross, uh, the story that was published last week were taken from inside a house, and the monkey oh. is standing outside looking in the window. It's the most frightening thing I've ever seen. <laughs> He's just staring there with really big eyes like he just can't wait to get a hold of you.
2: What are you doing, guys?
1: So is there any way you could take the claws and the teeth out of these and throw a whole bunch of them in a cage and y- you could people would pay you to go in and have a cage match with a bunch of monkeys a monkey I fight think,
2: I, I don't think so you know although they are tranquilizing them that's how they're uh you know oh. tranquilizing them and taking them different places to try to get them out of the oh way. that they old did, they did have to kill one but you know that old
1: relocate know. nonsense exactly relocate yeah, the, yeah. Uh,
2: the monkey right that sounds like a song relocate the monkey
1: but how cool would it be you're walking down angry town And uh, you're getting yelled at on all sides. You walk by a storefront that's seemingly dark, and all of a sudden a whole bunch of monkeys come blasting up to the window and just start screaming at you and reaching through the bars trying to get a hold of you. Wouldn't that be awesome?
2: No, it would Uh, not. It would be frightening. I think
1: that's one of the many attractions (laughs) to Angry Town, USA.
2: There was a video about two weeks ago, and I don't know if it's in Yamaguchi, but there was a family sitting on a, a bench. And a monkey runs up, and there's a baby there in in the like a baby dress, you know the, the whatever the long thing. Yeah, he grabs yeah. the baby's dress and oh just starts god. dragging the baby Oh away. my god, that's and, grounds to kill it on the spot. You get to kill the well, monkey yeah. if that well, happens. And at first, nothing. Nobody did it. Everybody just stared <laughs> oh, in shock at, You know they were shocked.
1: Isn't it cute? The monkey's trying to <laughs> yeah. drag your baby <laughs> <Exactly>. away.
2: <laughs> Finally, what two guys with hell? big two guys with big sticks come running after the monkey, and the monkey releases the child and goes away the child was fine he they got up they held him and he seemed fine but he was dragged a good 10 feet before
1: <laughs> oh, 10 feet. oh yeah it was Jeez. oh yeah oh, yeah. oh yeah, you should was, be uh, uh you should be able to murder these monkeys on the spot yeah. don't well, talk to point, me about uh, relocating them <laughs> i think they would have at that point had yeah, they had a gun people are really big fans of monkeys too but they give me the creeps uh i'm sorry there's something not right about them
2: I uh, I have no opinion. Okay.
1: You don't want to get monkeys beat up are, on Facebook.
2: Monkeys are monkeys.
0: What is uh, the mayor's thoughts on monkeys? I know he recently was taken to the woodshed for being pro-bunny. Oh, that reminds me. There's a couple of bunny stories in the paper
1: today. Make sure you bring those to GL. Uh, and I, I'm okay. not even going to tell you why. And there's yeah. a story about axe throwing. Uh, or an axe or something. Did I forward that to you?
2: Yep, I got the axe-throwing yeah. one. I did see the monkey but I didn't grab it, but now that I know you guys talked about something. Yeah. Because Joe will think, of course, I listened to every show while I was right. on the road. Right, and this will, make it sound, happen. I'm sorry. this will make it sound
1: like you were paying attention. So bring the exactly. axe story and the, uh, uh, what was the other Rab- one? Uh, yeah, the rabbit rabbit rabbit, rabbit story. Oh, uh, I'll write
2: that down.
1: We've been talking <laughs> about that. All right, we're going to take a positive thir- uh, turn here in a second. But... Um, I wanted to talk about DK Mags and DKMags.com and how I've kind of been going on and on and on about the storage aspect of the firearm storage uh, opportunities at DK Mags. They're a full-service gun shop. They're located in New Brighton. They're also on the web, DKMags.com. And if you're leaving town, this is a good reason, especially for an extended period. Uh, You're getting divorced. You're selling the house. uh, You have too many for your safe. It doesn't matter what the case may be. That's where DK mags and their firearm storage will come into play in your favor. Uh, under the bed? No, come on. In a closet, behind a jacket? Don't do not do that. Criminals know where to look. The fire, they're not safe from fires. Bring them to DK mags, and they can put them under lock and key in a highly secured storage situation, and you won't have to worry about them whatsoever, whatever you do. Don't bring them to a regular storage facility where you're storing your um, recently deceased grandmother's stuff. Oh, my God, don't do that. Uh, call DK Mags. Um, and if you have some you want to get rid of, like your grandpa's collection, you're not into them, whatever, you have too many, give DK Mags a uh, call. They'll buy them individually or they'll buy an entire estate they're at uh, 443 Old Highway 8 in New Brighton. They also they also have a location up in Monticello, Monticello Pond and Gun. Wonderful staff, great prices. A great group of guys and gals work there. Uh, you can check it all out on the uh, website
2: dkmags.com. John Moe Austin, Pat. Hey, go hey ahead. On one sec before we get to Moe, uh, did you do any uh, any research on Jerome, Arizona, aside from what you told us? Just that it was it's a mining to- town. It was a mining town. It's fascinating history because it almost disappeared. Yeah. Uh, And uh, there was 50 people there, perhaps. And they declared it a historic ghost town by the 50s. Cool. uh, Yeah, it was designated a National Historic District by the federal government. And when you look at it, it's basically built on a hillside, and it's just a bunch bunch of houses that look like they're not too new, if you know what I mean. Yeah. But uh, it's pretty fascinating. If you go to... A.Z.Jerome.com. There's pictures there that let you know, and uh, apparently it was uh, 15,000 people at its height when uh, they had all the the copper mining going on there. But by the 50s, uh, historic ghost town, and now four, like you said, 450 people, mostly artists, that kind of thing. It's kind of interesting. I, that kind of stuff, uh, you know,
1: makes. Well, fun. now you've got me, and I'm trying to find <laughs> the original capital. I believe it was of montana and it was a silver mining town it's also a name of a town in nevada what's a very um, Mm. big silver mining town in nevada it's got the same name and it's basically an old historic town where they still have all the old buildings and a lot of them have the old stuff in or they're staffed by people and it's uh it's about an hour west of west yellowstone It's a a really fun day trip if you're staying in West Yellowstone, in Montana. Butte? Um, uh, No, no, well south of Butte, uh, not on a freeway. Hmm. And for some reason, I was thinking it was the very first capital, and it didn't last very long. Oh, huh. We should have I'm done sure. a little show prep, John. That's the problem. Well, the beauty
0: I, I, of this. I just this... got into town. Leave me alone. Yeah. Man. The beauty <laughs> of this, though, is I think people enjoy the struggling that we all go through. John, <laughs> you just got back into town, okay? Uh-huh. Riddle me this. A guy uh-huh. rides into town on Friday. He stays for three days. Oh, geez, oh really? We, this is, we've really, done this. He leaves we've done on done Friday. This. Yeah, we've yeah done his horse's so, name is Friday. Friday. Did we do it on this pod?
1: No, no, we did it with sewage. Uh, How okay.
0: about
2: Bannock? Bannock, Kenny? No, nope, that's not yeah, it. That was, the, that was the first capital of Montana, which I've never heard of. Bannock. What
1: is the big silver mining town in Nevada? Um,
2: um, um, well, silver it's the
1: same damn town. Same name. I'm looking. Comstock Lode, I think, was... Uh, Tonopah? No, jesus
2: john (laughs) well that's the first silver city Uh, is that it i don't know reno it's your story kenny as they say (laughs) hold on i think it's silver city it is western mining history anyway never mind that
1: I, i i really really want to talk about the only good guy uh, that ever worked in the recording industry, Mo Austin, who just passed away here.
2: Yeah, everybody loves every. I read a lot of music biographies because I'm a geek and autobiographies. Everybody who ever was on Warner Brothers when he was there loved him. Said you know they had autonomy to do whatever they wanted, and uh, he let them do it because he trusted them. Uh, Mo, but he was 95, so he had a good run. Uh, he was uh, he and the I love all these stories. The first story I read said, a self-effacing giant of the music business who, with rare integrity, right in the music <laughs> for the business, right. yeah, right, exactly.
1: But we're talking everybody from Sinatra, <laughs> Hendrix, Prince, yeah. Neil mm-hmm. Young, Joni Mitchell, Fleetwood Mac, REM, Madonna, Paul Simon, Talking Heads, the the Chili Peppers, on and on and on. They all, all the way trusted up to Green Day. I mean, all, yeah, you know, just, and they yeah. all trusted. So if the guy is so successful. And he's got a formula that works. How come it wasn't copied? How come there are so many evil weasels running the record business then and now, today?
2: You know, that's, that's a good question. I it worked for Moe.
1: Why wouldn't yeah. it work for us? So um, he finally did split with Warner Brothers, though, didn't he, he did. John?
2: Yes, uh, he did. And he ended up starting, what, his own company. But Oh, he went with Geffen for DreamWorks. He worked for DreamWorks for Geffen. David Geffen and the same thing there they had tons of great artists Nelly Furtado Chris Rock uh, George Michael had his big hits when he was on DreamWorks uh, and uh, yeah he, he was great uh, The piece like I said never heard anything bad about him
1: the piece in the paper today far too small by the way yeah. said that he trusted Prince so much that he wouldn't hear Prince's stuff until it was done and Prince would come yeah. into his office and sit down and play it for him
2: And often, and sing along. Yeah, finished product. He said, it it would, or they said, if he'd bring in the finished product, so that's what was going to be released, and he'd play it for Mo then. That's how people like Prince
1: made, were so successful, because the people they worked for trusted them and allowed them to do whatever Mm -hmm. the hell they want, and they ran
2: with it. The other thing that I liked about him was, uh, when you read about the list of, of, of bands and players and stuff... Amazing diversity. Uh, I saw the Kinks. Uh, he, he didn't mind heavy metal. He signed Black Sabbath, uh, Pop, the Association Wait, in the 60s. He, he
1: signed Sabbath in the 70s or he he whenever it was?
2: Late s- yep. Really? He Real took on Sabbath as part of Warner Brothers, uh, the Allman Brothers. Uh, he liked comedy, so he had Steve Martin. Uh, he When the Red Hot Chili Peppers, they had signed with another company. And Moe sent Anthony Kiedis, their lead singer, a, a note saying congratulations, great job. And Kiedis was so impressed, he went and decided they were going to sign then after the fact with Moe. So, John, you know, you're so but, smart. <laughs> well, no, I'm reading it right here, Dawn, but thank you.
1: <laughs> oh, John. No. Uh, so was it... Like in the signing, it's so diverse from Sabbath to Prince. Was yeah. it his personal taste, or was he trusting the advice of AR people? Because AR people really take a hit, uh, get a bad rap in the music business.
2: Um, don't you think it has to be part of both? Although Clive Davis has the same reputation. Uh, he, right. you know, He had hundreds of cassettes always in his office, was always sticking one in to listen to and would go, hey, these guys can make a hit record. I'm going to sign them. So uh,
1: I, I just have a hard time w- with picturing Mo Austin kicking back and listening to it like war pigs, <laughs> and going, "Oh yeah, oh yeah, this 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 is a good well, one. This is may, a good when one." He, or when sweet he was leaf, younger,
2: maybe. <laughs> yeah. You never know when he was younger. I, see, now I got to look up a picture of Mo just so I can see if he had you know long hair and dressed in weird clothes when he was young. But uh, I. Why not? I mean, what what's what's the issue?
1: Do do you guys either one of you two know enough about Prince to know why he changed his name to that um, symbol? Didn't it have something to do with yeah. his record company? And was that in fact Warner Brothers?
2: Yeah, it was Warner. He said he didn't want to be a slave to the yeah. uh, record label, and I don't recall if they were in bad. Uh, Negotiations or what at that time, but it was Warner Brothers. I remember the big his big knock on it was he didn't want to be a slave to the record label, so that's why he was changing it. So was it after Moe? That's a good question. I don't know. I'm looking at pictures of Moe here, who looks like a beatnik when he was younger. You know what I mean? He's got the goatee and the so you know he could he could have been a a secret hipster, (laughs) liked everything. Uh, Yeah.
1: Anyway, a great loss, Uh, and yeah, we need more people like him.
0: A lot about the
2: prince thing.
0: <laughs> a lot of canoe tips the last week. So many celebrity and I guess I don't want to say important people because who knows if they're actually important in the grand scheme of things. But noteworthy people passing away in the last week or two. Yeah, uh, uh, to name to a think. few. Yeah, well, T- you, Tony Kitty. Dow tipped out of the canoe that twice same. last yeah. week. Twice. Yeah. And he was pronounced well dead by the family. Yeah, And then they said, no, he's not dead. And then he passed away the next day. Then there was uh this will make me sound awful, with uh, great show prep by me, there was another female actress who passed away.
2: Pat Carroll? The,
0: yeah, that, yeah, that might have been yeah, it. Pat Thank Carol. you. Yep, yep. And then the uh, gentleman you were just talking about, so. I found
1: the Montana city. Oh, yes. Finally. What is it? And I was wrong. The reference I was making was not um, from um, a mining. It was from, I think it was from Bonanza, Virginia City.
2: Virginia City. That is Bonanza. <laughs> yes. Is that Bonanza? <laughs> yes. They would always go into Virginia City. Yeah,
1: they go into Virginia City for uh, <laughs> to do their trade. Yeah, ah. it's Virginia City, and it's about an hour west of West Yellowstone. And uh, it's really cool. Um, you're going to think you're going to be there for 15 minutes, and you'll end up being there for uh, you know, an hour and a half. There's even a yep. r- ridiculous little train ride you can go on that's pretty cool.
0: I need yeah. to hop back in here because I left off Vin Scully, very notable. Oh, oh yeah, last night.
2: jeez, yeah, Last yeah, night. Yeah. I'm sure
0: we're going to talk a lot about him on GL today. But I have
2: him in my news, yes.
1: Was there anyone? Well, I already know the answer, but there wasn't
0: anyone better, right? No. Uh, no, well, not I, in my opinion. I, I love you know. Vin Scully, and John and I are separated by what three or four years. Well, yeah, maybe. And maybe. I, I probably love him. I don't know if I can maybe love him more than you. You might have a bit more of a connection to him than I do, but I, I love him. I could. I wish he would narrate. Wish he was able to narrate my days. I used to uh, when Just I Just a great got voice, the, iconic. That
2: would be when cool. I got the baseball package. Uh, I used to, on purpose, turn on the Dodgers because they're on the West Coast late at night. And I hate the Dodgers. I'm a Yankee fan, so I hate the Dodgers. But
0: I would turn it on just to listen to Ben. And, and he was always just wonderful. A Yankee fan despising anybody makes me laugh. Yeah, you, <laughs> you, you, win, you win a championship literally every three years, basically. I haven't won since 2010. What do no, you do think, do the, Ross? Do the math. Ross. They don't win a championship. They buy it. They buy it. Yeah, they buy it. I got
2: four teams spending more money right now than they are. You (laughs) bastards.
0: Vin Scully has one of my greatest calls of all time. Did you guys? I know this. This went viral. This was towards the end of his career when there was a, a benches clearing brawl and the bullpens came in like they always do about seven and a half minutes after the fight. Yeah, so yeah. Yeah, the the, yeah. the bullpens come running <laughs> now, in, and now that it's over with, let's yes, run out. Exactly, there. Yeah. the bullpens come running in, and Vince Gully just goes in. Here come the bullpens for whatever that's worth,
1: <laughs> <laughs> <For> whatever <laughs> that or he's like for whatever works.
0: that means. But he that's
1: could he, he could call a murder and make it sound delicious. Yeah, he,
2: he was just so good. <laughs> Well, he and really the stories—the stories which never had anything to do with the game—were oh, brilliant. Oh, no, he was so and he'd, good. He'd fit everything in and not miss any of the play-by-play. Play. It was magical. It was—I use was an acrobat with words. Ball inside, and then right back into the—yeah, right back into
1: and the story. If you, when he
0: saw the fox on the hill, he had to. You know, <laughs> if like, you follow him how did on he do that? Twitter. In the last couple of years, he would do almost like these fireside chats. He would just sit in nice. a chair and tell a story for two minutes, and it was fantastic. Well, wait a minute.
1: I just listened to him reading something. Uh, what was it? It was this Field morning. of Dreams thing? Yes, Field of Dream thank speech? you. Field yeah. of Dreams. Yeah. That's yeah. all over uh,
2: social yeah. media right that now. That
1: was pretty good. How did he not get the job uh,
2: for NFL games? Pat Summerall got he- but he did do football. He did all sorts of stuff for the networks, football, baseball. He did. Uh, yeah, in the 60s, yes. But you I guys, think he didn't want to, you know, miss the Dodgers. John, do you remember Ray Scott? Oh, certainly, yes, certainly.
1: Ray, Ray Scott, I, I really loved his style, bare really bare bones, right to the point, yep. not flamboyant, uh, but really, really easy to listen to. John he had I had great pipes too, man. Great, I don't want to um you know how much I hate myself. I I, I don't want to brag, <laughs> but uh I got a chance to work with him for a few years. No, yeah. Oh that would have been really? yeah, yeah, he worked for fifteen hundred. It was really cool. Oh yeah. wow, I didn't know that. Yeah, I did not know was, that. and he was just such a gentleman. So I huh. I, I had no business being in his presence because you know, I'm a creep now and can you imagine me twenty years ago. <laughs> yeah. His brother, also an announcer, Hal, Hell Scott. Yeah, Hal Scott, Scott and Hal Scott. Yep. Yep. Okay, yeah. before we go, there's I, I want to actually do a little promoting for somebody who has not uh, paid me one dime. There is a museum right here in Alexandria, Minnesota, called the Legacy of the Lakes Museum. This museum is dedicated to boats and uh, maritime stuff, wood boats, old boats, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, and they have two. Features are two exhibits going on now this summer that I think people might have an interest. Number one is shipwrecks in Lake Superior. Uh, It shares information and artifacts about some of the estimated 350 to 550 shipwrecks that have happened on Lake Superior, claiming over 6,000 lives. Um, And it's pretty cool, some of the stuff in the exhibit. A lot of it is on loan from other museums. Um, So if you're in the area, and people love doing this on a rainy day, there's nothing to do. They crowd into town, stop into the legacy of the lakes. The other one, if you're my age, it's about personal watercraft. Now, everybody calls them jet skis. And I think that's because the original personal watercraft in the mid-'70s were made by Kawasaki, and they were actually called jet skis, and they were stand-up versions. But they went through these jet skis or uh pwc's or i like to call them water scooters uh <laughs> they they underwent many many changes as they evolved to what we see today and now a lot of people just call them sea doos because um, they're made by <laughs> skidoo um but one of the interesting ones was made by Articad. cat it was featured in a james bond movie called the spy who loves me it was called a wet bike you remember this did you ever see the spy Who yeah. loves I- me I did, yeah. Where he gets up on this, and it looks like a motorcycle. Instead of having a front wheel, it's got a big, wide ski. And he chases yeah, the bad guy yep. and does whatever. Yep. I had a chance to ride one of these things in the late 70s, right after the movie. These, And I, I should preface this by saying, um, in the 70s, when the Kawasaki jet skis were coming out, my dad worked for Shakopee Sports Center. They carried um, jet skis, Kawasaki's. And the R&D and development for the jet ski was just down the road. Hmm. So the the tech guys, the R&D, the Skunkworks guys would bring over these jet skis to the employees of Shakopee Sports Center. <laughs> he would take them home, and we'd be out riding around on Spring Lake on these things that nobody had ever seen before. Yeah. And nice. they were still trying to develop. When you fall off, these jet skis would turn around and come back to you. Well, they were having a lot of issues with that. (laughs) So you'd fall off, and the damn thing would just idle away from you. And it would just (laughs) idle its way over to the other shore. So while they were perfecting that, we got to be uh, unofficial test riders. So it was really cool. And then a few years later, I got to uh, try out one of these uh, wet bikes by Articat. And that thing, it took me like 10 tries to get up. But once you got up on the water, it was really, really cool. Mm. Um, and it was a lot of fun, but getting out of the water from the submerged position to planed off and up on the water uh, was a lot of fun. So uh, the Legacy of the Lakes Museum in Alexandria has a lot of those uh, on hand now. So if you're in Alec for the week or you're vacationing up here or you're passing through, it's right on County 82 in uh, downtown Alexandria, and
2: it's really neat. And they didn't pay me a dime to say that. The, see now, here's what's we talked about Facebook and how annoying it is. But here's what's cool: I went to Facebook and they have their own page, so you get yeah. to see a ton of the stuff. Yeah, and that's that's what Facebook should be for stuff like that.
1: Yeah, that, cool stuff. I'll end, Instead, I'll of end with that angry yelling jackasses.
0: I actually... Olson's an idiot. Height's an idiot. John, I... We already know
2: that. (laughs) Yeah, what's your point? John, I
0: I actually disagree with you. If you're looking for a uh, wireless Wi-Fi thermostat, you should contact me. (laughs) And if you're looking for a brand new, never used computer bag, you should also contact me. (laughs) And if you happen to be selling an 80-gallon, two-stage,
1: single-phase Air compressor, not a big box unit that I buy at, like, say, Home Depot or Menards. I need a real brand here, something really strong that can run and run and run. Uh, you should get a hold of me. I've got, uh, uh, I've
2: got I'm some money blessed. to spend. I'm glad we could turn the crabby coffee shop into swap shop. Okay? I also have a, swap uh,
0: meat. We're calling it swap, swap meat.
2: swap meat. We're calling it. Yeah, okay. yeah.
0: I also have a marble globe on onyx that could uh, on an onyx that could use a new home. I have no practical use for it. John so. at Brendel Ross on Twitter. Guitars, you will need to buy or sell.
2: Actually, let's see. I have an amp on consignment at Mister Marks in Anoka. It's a little Boss Katana, very nice amp, brand new, pretty much. Yeah, you might want to stop into Mark. And you know pick what? That up. This is a new lull. New, new. Bit. We should,
0: we should start doing this. If you have a few things you want us to read for you, just send them in. It'll be a great way to kill uh, some time.
1: i I've, I've all my life I've wanted to be the host of a swap shop on AM radio. Uh, uh, it's some of the funnest radio you. Oh, it's do. fantastic. Old guys trying to sell lawn chairs. for for three dollars a piece, oh, count me in. I'm in on
0: that. I got four R15s, limited tread. Want four hundred dollars for them? <laughs> yeah, right, right. Well, sir, they're worth four dollars, but four hundred, you say, huh? <laughs> oh,
1: All right, that's Ross, good stuff. That music.
0: I have one step ahead of you this time. You have nine seconds. We're uh we're one Thank week God. closer to the return
1: of Dawn McLean. Thank God. We miss her so much. Thank you for listening.
0: Thanks for listening to news from the Krabby Coffee Shop. New episodes drop every week wherever you get your podcasts. Hurt my body up inside my uterus. Don
1: McClain, everybody.
0: I'm watching Netflix right now. (laughs)